Hi and welcome to Defining Boundaries, a podcast about the interesting characters from our surveying and spatial industry and their unique perspectives on life and our industry. I'm Peter Cox and I use my 25 years of contacts as a surveyor and teacher to dig deep into the lives of others. Each fortnight, I delve into the life and times of people from all over the world who share the same profession and passions. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel, like, comment, feel free to share with your friends. Do you have a question about the surveying or spatial industry? Or would you like to join me for a chat? Or would you like to hear from someone in particular? If so, send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram and we can catch up. This week, join me while I chat with Dylan Frank, Managing Director of Woomera Group. So grab your drink, sit back and relax while we chat. Hi and welcome to Defining Boundaries. My guest today is Dylan Frank, known to his mates as Dua. Dylan is the founder and managing director of Woomera Group, a 100% Indigenous owned and managed land and construction surveying company in the greater Sydney area. As a business owner, he aims to provide Indigenous Australians with employment and education opportunities. Dylan was born in Penrith and grew up in the Blue Mountains, studying commerce and marketing straight out of high school which is a far cry from his ambition as a child to be a firefighter and nowhere near where he is today in the surveying industry. Dylan enjoys surfing, swimming and footy in his downtime. Hi Dylan and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me Peter. <laughs> um, marketing and commerce. <laughs> yeah so um, at school I didn't really have ambitions to do anything. Um, <laughs> And my mum sort of applied for a few university courses and I got into one. And yeah, I just picked commerce and marketing in the city at ACU and went. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's pretty strange. It is hard when you're growing up and you really don't know what you're going to do, isn't it? So, you know. Yeah, I had no clue. And I think when I finished, I still didn't have a clue. So, Well, you know, it's probably not a a bad background to have for no, yeah in the scheme of things when I look back on it now it's not really yeah yeah all right so you grew up you were born in Penrith grew up in the Blue Mountains yeah are you still up that way now or <laughs> no I'm residing in Coogee so oh, oh nice <laughs> yeah I commuted to university in the city for about five years um and then I met uh, a girl or my, my current partner um, and she was you so I moved down here when uh, about three years ago yeah okay oh, oh so you so you your childhood was up in the Blue Mountains yeah yes yeah yeah so um that's so that's where the surfing comes in then is it it's a long way from from the blue mountains to the water for surf (laughs) yeah me and my friends used to get the the six o'clock train on the weekends down to the beach um it it started as a bit of a fad but we sort of kept it going through high school so which was it's pretty convenient now that I'm living at the beach um but yeah I don't know how we kept it up wow 
yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a journey <laughs> yeah it was it's probably about a four and a half hour round trip yeah yeah that's that's keen that's very keen <laughs> um so in my introduction, I mentioned about you um, owning an Indigenous company. Um, yep. So for those that don't know you, um, you're from an Indigenous family um, yep. from the Blue Mountains area? No, so my, my Indigenous heritage is from Burke, which is the Nimba Nation. Right. Yeah, and that's on my mum's side. Yeah, okay. So that's even, well, that's a long way away. Yeah, it's pretty far out there. Yeah, so did your mum sort of come over this way a while ago and settle in the Blue Mountains or? No, nah, so mum, mum grew up in the Blue Mountains, so her parents, yeah, her parents came out here. So yeah. yeah, right, okay. So you so there's there's family there. Yeah, been in the Blue Mountains my whole life. <laughs> so was my mum. Yeah, oh, that's, that's um, it's a nice place to grow up. Yeah, it's, it was good. It was mm. definitely. Yeah. Do you have a, was there any other family that, that grew up that came over? Like, have you got cousins and stuff? Because I know that as a, as a, as a culture, um, you know, you rely most, you know, uh, big families and stuff that yeah together and everything. Yeah. So my mum had a fair few brothers and sisters and they all grew up in the same area. So I've got a lot of cousins, which was pretty good at like being growing up in the Blue Mountains. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was good. Mm, okay. Um, so I just want to, I'm going to go back to that in a little while. I just want to know, you did the marketing and the commerce. Yep. How did you end up in surveying? So my old man's a surveyor. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I've been surveying probably since, oh, ever since I can remember, maybe 13. So I got dragged out on the weekends um, to do jobs. And I think I never liked it at the time. And I think it was because um, my dad was doing jobs on the weekend and he just wanted to do it and get it done for friends. Yeah. So he wasn't putting time into teaching me or anything. So, um, and it was a bit of a chore for me. So I didn't really like I didn't really enjoy it or anything. And then as I got older, I, I did it part-time through university. Um, and then pretty much when I finished university and I didn't really see a career, um, I just went into full-time surveying. Right. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah. um, so did you do, what study did you do for it then? So, yeah. So when I finished uni, um, I went and did, a, did tech. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you do that at Ultimo? No, I did it by correspondence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. And that's the only qualification you've got? Yeah. Awesome. It's nice to see another techie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, who did you work for then? If you, So I'm just trying to think timeline. You did your uni and then you did tech and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's a kind of, what, six years or so? Yeah, so I was working for, it's a company, they're, they're national called RealServe, where my, my father works. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just working part-time, but then, it, yeah, I went on as like a survey assistant full-time and then started doing tech. Mm. Are they Blue Mountains Way or they're Sydney? No, so their head office is in Bella Vista. Okay. 
Yeah, and it's just mainly cadastral kind of work. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So how long have you owned your company, or when did you start your company? Um. So we started. I was at Real Serve and I finished tech and I, I wanted to get some more construction ex- experience because I hadn't done construction. So I left um, and I started doing construction, but I just took on a part-time role, uh-huh. um, doing a bit of cadastral work on the side for friends and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then as things progressed, I was just getting more and more work doing cadastral. Um, and then that sort of the, the construction side of things, I because I was part-time, I just windled off that kind of that work and then yeah it just became full-time it was like a bit of a snowball affair oh so just doing the the bit on the side ended up turning into yeah yeah I didn't like I didn't mean to start the business or anything it sort of just happened yeah okay so how many people do you have working for you now um currently we've got three full-time and we've got two part-time mm-hmm. that's not bad <laughs> yeah there's a lot of work out there at the moment so yeah, you've got a lot. Yeah, there's heaps. Yeah, yeah. Too I, much. Oh, oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's funny because um, the smaller companies that I speak to, um, pretty much are saying that. So, um, it, are, are you doing more of the cadastral stuff now, or more construction stuff? Um, we do like probably ninety percent is cadastral, mm-hmm. um, and we take on a bit of construction work, but not too much yeah mostly like yeah from start to finish on detail like um construction for residential houses yeah 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 oh that's a nice start to finish yeah it is it's good projects through like that yeah yeah um so how how do you go managing a business then like so did, did you ever think that you would be an owner of a business no, I never thought I would. Um, and like I said, it just sort of happened. Yeah. Um, I think I've, it's pretty difficult um, managing the workflow. And yeah. I'm all right at managing the staff. But, yeah, it, it, it was a juggle at first, but I'm getting on top of it. But, the, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of work on. So um, it, it, it's the most difficult thing is saying no to work. Yeah. And not trying to do too much. And then, uh, yeah, not trying to burn out on staff. Yeah, that yeah, that's difficult. So, are you going out in the field then? Um, I know I'm probably in the field maybe one or two days a week. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it would be difficult trying to manage the business and the staff and the workflows and all that kind of stuff being yeah. out in the field all the time. Yeah, a lot of times just spent like quoting, um, doing QA on jobs, yeah. client like clients. Yeah. Like, where would you rather be? Oh, from in the field. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I would way rather be in the field. Just for those that may want to uh, start a business. <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of paperwork. <laughs> so you, uh, in your statement on your website, says that... Um, that you're supporting Indigenous Australians um, with employment and education opportunities. Um, yeah. I know we had a, a, a small conversation a few years ago regarding this. Um, how are you going about that and what sort of things are you trying to do or achieve in that space? Yeah, so we're always looking for more Indigenous staff, which is yeah. pretty hard to come by. 
Um, but we also work with like Indigenous communities and other Indigenous businesses. So recently we were out in Walgett um, working on two Indigenous mi missions, um, trying to doing some work for a program called Roads to Home, um, mm -hmm. just trying to fix up some infrastructure um, in the communities. So we do a lot of work um, for, for Indigenous communities, but also Indigenous businesses like ourselves. So there's a lot of Indigenous businesses in construction yeah. um, who do work for like Aboriginal housing um, and, and I, yeah, so we try and get involved with that kind of stuff as much as we can. Yeah, I noticed a couple of um, posts that you had on LinkedIn about uh, being out in, in some of the communities doing some of the work. Um, yeah. And so that, that sort of brings me to my next thing that I noticed today was about um, that you're going to start incorporating uh, key cultural information into your surveys. Yeah, so... pretty interesting. Yeah, I've done a lot of research on it and it hasn't, there's not much around um, in the sense of joining um, Indigenous heritage studies with our, our work. Um, and I think it's really important that um, that gets done so when planners are doing their work, they can incorporate where these um, like significant heritage sites are. Um, and I think there was something in the media recently with a, a big company, which I won't name, um, yeah, so that's something that we we sort of want to push. And if anyone um, has any ideas on that, they can reach out to me. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, I um, that was actually just by luck I saw that today, and I thought, oh, that's something really interesting and 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 a great thing to do to start trying to bring all of that information together. Yeah, and I think with the technology that's available, it, it can be done quite easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll we'll have a um we'll have a bit of a brainstorm about that later then. <laughs> yeah. We thought that we were coming out of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christmas has kind of changed that. Um how how has things changed in your business from before to now? Is, has, has there been a lot of difference in, in how you no. do things or, you know, I know yeah, that so it's got busier. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot busier over COVID. I think everyone's staying at home, um, not going overseas and spending money and spending money on their houses, like, really benefited us. Um, but luckily, so we, we don't have, like, an office space. Um, we all work from home. So it was really lucky. Nothing really changed for us over the whole time. Obviously, in the, the first two weeks when it hit, we sort of didn't go out of sight. And funnily enough, we had to postpone a lot of our jobs in the Northern Beaches just before Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, which we're doing this week. Um, it's just been business as usual. If not, it's been busier. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, that's so good for, for the smaller companies and stuff to... Yeah, definitely. And I, and I know other surveyors are in the same position as us. So. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Uh, you don't have a degree? No. You ever thought of going back? In commerce. And, well, a degree in commerce, sorry, a degree in... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a degree too, just not in surveying. <laughs> yeah. um, you never thought to go back and get it, become registered or anything like that? No, well, it's just, like I said before, it just snowballed into yeah. me business. So, look, I would never have the time to do it now. Um, I know, I, 
look, if I had my time again, I would definitely go straight into uni and, and do surveying and, and try and get registered. I think obviously there's not enough registered surveyors, but the wealth of knowledge they have is is amazing. And I still it still blows my mind when I, you know, talk to other registered surveyors and how they their methodologies and um yeah. how they work things out is yeah, mind blowing. So I'd yeah recommend it and but obviously I don't have one <laughs> yeah no and, and it's not the be all and end all but yeah it's no. different um different people and and stuff like that I mean I always thought do I go back and do it but I'm getting a bit old for that now <laughs> nah definitely not <laughs> well I want to retire in 10 years <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen <laughs> don't hold me to that one guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, you talked about drones getting technology into the schools and getting it known and stuff. Do you use a lot of different technology within your company now? We do. I, I still say that we're pretty old school. Yeah. Um, but we we've just recently purchased a drone. Um, and we're trying to like use that as much as possible and and in different applications. Yeah. Um. But we're still very old school, Theodolite. Um, we just got a GPS for the first time, like, uh, mid last year. So, <laughs> what, uh, okay, what brand is it? Uh, Leica. <laughs> so, are you I've a Leica used... person? Yeah, I've never used anything else. Okay. okay. I have uh, a clue how to. I, do you know what? I think sometimes that's where it comes from that where you whatever you start with yeah people tend to keep going on with it because yeah. it's what they know um yeah I know. and I look I have trouble going through the different we've got two different models of yeah. um the TSs and I still have trouble when I go from one to the other <laughs> <laughs> oh god if you have trouble imagine what I'd be like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what kind of drone did you get? Uh, we got a Falcon. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Intel make them and it's from Position Partners. It's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm, not allowed to, I'm not allowed to drive it or fly it. Oh, don't you have your licence? No, I don't. Oh, you have to go and get it. I uh, know. You should. Oh, yeah, that's right, time. Yeah. <laughs> time is your enemy. Yeah. So do you regret your decision to change over to surveying? No, I don't. I love it. It's stressful and um, but it's very rewarding and uh, I love like our staff as well and, and seeing them grow through the um, through the profession is really good too. So yeah. no, I don't at all. Yeah. So um, you said you had a, what was it, two part-timers? Yeah. Yeah. So are they uh, qualified like TAFE or, or uni qualified or anything? Yeah, yeah. So they um, just work for us on the weekends pretty much for a bit of cash. Might <laughs> come and do some cash work, but you're not joking. It's funny. There's, um, you know, nearly everyone I speak to uh, when I ask that, do you regret your decision to become a surveyor and you're like no it's the best thing I ever did working outside doing so many different yeah. things seeing different places seeing the change in yeah. technology 
technology, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very good for work-life balance um, and definitely the outside part of it. Well, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, you're lucky you still get out a few days a week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think, I think I, if you manage it that way, then you don't have a too bad of work life balance. Really. Yeah, I'm always I'm always going to the tricky jobs though. Uh, <laughs> well, Dylan can do that one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Who's had the biggest impact on your career to date? Oh, I'd have to say my old man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's taught me pretty much everything but I'd, I'd also say my first uh senior surveyor that I worked under uh Andrew Kennedy he I, I spent most of my time like learning my craft from him yeah I mean he was very <laughs> I would probably say anal at the time but <laughs> and 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 strict on me but now I look back on it, it it's he taught me a lot and at the time I thought he was being very harsh on me but um it, it's probably it shows in my work now. Yeah, you've um, learned a lot of old school um, traits and stuff. Yeah. 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 So I would say, yeah, he's probably had the biggest impact on, on my career. Yeah. Um, is your dad still working in the industry or he's retired? Yeah, he's still working. Yeah. Um, working for Real Serve. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, so he's what, been with them for a while then? Or? Yeah, he's been, yeah, been there, I think, over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, right. Does he regret it? <laughs> no, nah, he loves it. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose he must love it if he let you go into the industry as well. Yeah. It's funny that we, we take my little brother out um, on the weekend sometimes too, and he's like me, doesn't really enjoy it. He just thinks it's a chore, but we're always like, you'll be, it'll be your career when you're older. <laughs> you should start learning. Oh, how funny. How old is he? He's 14. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, he's, he's got more important things to do than um, oh, no. holding a star. With <laughs> uh, as a surveyor or even as a, um, as a business owner, employer, what is the, uh, or any time in life, what is the best work advice that you've ever heard? Uh, best work advice. Um, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. You always think of these things after we've done. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's probably it's probably like breaking things down into doable chunks. Mm -hmm. I know, like when there's big projects on and, and you get a bit overwhelmed, um, just breaking things down things down and that's not just in projects it's just anything yeah yeah no that's um that's pretty good advice yeah. uh, I think people see things sometimes and yeah just go oh my god it's too much and get stressed yeah. and make mistakes because they're just not really thinking about it when yeah it could be could be split up and going okay if we, yeah, then we can move on to that and then this needs to be done sort of thing so nice Have you got any stories about things that have happened to you in the field? <laughs> oh, yeah, I started to, oh, yeah. So the first one 
was working in a car park and I, I got hit by a car. Oh, no. Not, not bad, but I did get knocked and I was pretty shocked. And I thought there was something wrong, but I got up and dusted myself off and I was fine. <laughs> um, they, they didn't see me at all. I was using a mini prism and there's there cones up and stuff, but they didn't see me, which was a bit of a shock. Um, and the other one's pretty funny. We were, when I was first surveying, we were doing a detail survey in a heavily residential area and we were taking photos of the next door neighbor's windows. Oh, yeah. Um, so a man rushed out and said that he, you know, that we were taking photos of them in their room and he got very aggressive and <laughs> he grabbed the phone off us and made us delete the photos and made a big scene. And yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, no. You stalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When all you just wanted to know was where the windows were, so when you go back later to do your drawings. Yeah, I tried to explain that to him. That was, it's for your benefit that he wasn't taking it. <laughs> oh, dear. That's, um, oh, yeah, that, that would be pretty, um, pretty confronting, pretty daunting if that would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you get to read much? Um, I used to read a little bit, but ever since I started the business, I probably haven't read a book. That makes it hard. You need to you, you need to come come on the consulting surveyors. We do a book thing, and they they have actually we're doing some really good books about you know um, running your business or um, oh, I'm just I can't even think at the moment the last one we read, but yeah they they've um, I'll send you a list of what we've read. Yeah, so do that. Yeah. They're really, really That's interesting. Cool. Gives you different perspectives on how to, I mean, you said you manage people, you know, you're good with the management of people and stuff like that, but then looking at another perspective of something else. And, yeah, this one we're reading at the moment and it's the, it's just I've completely lost what it is at the moment, but um, it's about, um, you know, um, what you're worth. And yep. what your business is worth and you know you're always hearing surveyors are undercutting each other and you know yeah. just trying to get the job and all that sort of stuff and and how you actually deal with that kind of stuff and market yourself and all that kind of stuff so I'll remember to um send you a list of these books because you'll find them great yeah do that yeah that's interesting good um okay so we'll move away from the books what motivates you um I'd probably say Definitely money, yeah. for one. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the progression of our, our staff is mm -hmm. and seeing how far they've come. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice yeah. to have a boss that um, actually does care about about their employees and seeing seeing them grow. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's rewarding. Yeah, nice. What's your guilty pleasure? I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Um, yeah. My partner knows this, but sausage rolls on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't feel up and not get one. <laughs> A sneaky sausage roll, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Where's the most unusual place you've been? Um, the most unusual. place. 
Uh, we, when I was 24, we were in the Philippines traveling um, and it was just after a, a big cyclone and we got a boat to Malapascua go scuba diving but when we got to the island it was fully destroyed and there were no hotels except for one room and we were trapped on the island for about four days oh wow yeah so did you get to do your scuba diving (laughs) we got we got to do the scuba diving on the last day um but we sat in the room because the four days because it was like big storms and we couldn't get off the island um how were the people that were there on the island like well they they sort of wanted us to go for the the money and the tourism sort of thing but okay they were just rebuilding pretty much yeah right oh wow pretty crazy yeah definitely how did you meet the love of your life (laughs) school (laughs) school is 2011 i was a But then we didn't see each other for two or three years ago and then we bumped into each other. Oh, cool. It, um, sorry, my phone is going off. I had it on silent. Yeah, right. rude of me, isn't it? Um, <laughs> was that in Queensland? Yeah. 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 It's always nice to meet someone and then meet up with them again and have that connection. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you've been with her for a while then? Yeah, going on three years. Nice. Lovely. How do you relax? Do you get to relax probably should be my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of weeks of re- relaxation over the break. Um, probably going surfing or, or going to the gym, um, going for a run. Yeah. Oh, run. Oh, God. <laughs> do you do that often? <laughs> no. Nah. Just the thought of that just makes me tired <laughs> yeah no I haven't been for one for a while not Christmas anyway <laughs> oh you probably need to after Christmas yeah definitely did you get to make catch up with your family and stuff at Christmas time yeah yeah, yeah. so I was in, um, my parents moved to Kingscliff on the New South Wales border oh okay yeah recently this year in COVID they they made the big move so we were up there um over Christmas which was nice nice was there lots of people up there? Yeah, it was pretty packed because no one could go to Queensland. Yeah, it's made it hard. Well, I was going to say this year, it was last year now, isn't it? So Yeah. We we did a little bit of travelling and, um, yeah, it was just people everywhere. Um, went did you do to- Mount Kosciuszko? Yeah. How was that? Um, it was gruelling. <laughs> I'm not much of an exerciser, so it did actually kill me, but I got there and, um, no, it was really, really, really great to be on top and just these mountains around you. You just had to block out all of the people. (laughs) Seriously, there was like, I say there was 50 million people. It was just ridiculous. Everybody was in climbing Mount Kosciuszko on (laughs) (laughs) A few days before New Year's, that's for sure. Um, so I was probably—I probably would have said um, I've done it. It's ticked off my list, but I think yeah. I would like to do it again when there's less people. Yeah, yeah, 
it was uh, um, unbelievable the amount of people that were there. <laughs> it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Anyway, so yeah, so that was that. Yeah, that was my relaxing. <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. It's on the bucket list. Oh, you got to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, I wanted to do it just to see the trick station at the top because you know. <laughs> the geek that I am when it comes to yeah. stuff but <laughs> not to actually climb the mountain if I could have got a helicopter up there maybe that yeah. <laughs> could have just dropped me off I could have got my photos and <laughs> would have been happy <laughs> oh. what um would you rather have a get out of jail card or a key that opens any door um I would have to say the get out of jail card <laughs> oh, naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go further on that. <laughs> uh, so someone said that they would have the key that opens any door because then they could get out of jail anyway. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> thinking. I'm not that smart. <laughs> no, me neither. I go, oh, yeah, that's, that's not a bad answer when you're thinking of that. <laughs> um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Um, superpower, probably fly. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. If you could go back in history, where would you go? Um, well, that's a hard one. Yeah. Maybe to the 2018 NRL Grand Final. <laughs> oh, 2018, who was that? Roosters. Oh. you a rooster supporter oh, my father's a rooster supporter That's... oh okay <laughs> yeah i'll forgive you <laughs> i can't talk we're we're in shark territory here <laughs> yeah we've got one up shark supporter yeah yeah we've got one up our sleeve that's yeah <laughs> we got to see it once yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you wouldn't go back very far. See, I would go back to Egypt or somewhere, I don't know, somewhere like that. Yeah. Do you play footy? Um, I used to. I'm getting a bit old. My body can't handle it anymore, so <laughs> I play touch now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Footy can't handle that either, so. <laughs> Sucks getting old, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> At a party, where would you find someone? Uh, where would someone find you? Oh, probably at the bar. <laughs> Not on the dance floor? Nah. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably having a beer. Enough quiet beer? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Would you make the same choices again if you had a do-over? Um, pretty much. I might go to uni and do surveying, though. Yeah. All right. Um, that's about all that I had to to ask you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we go into our quick shots? Um, no, hit me with the quick shots. All right. Let's go. Quick shots. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Cat or dog? Both. Both. Yeah, I'm a both. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Well, early riser, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Summer or winter? 
summer. Three items you'd take to a desert island. Ooh, I'd have to say my partner. Um, okay, there's a tick. <laughs> yeah, a surfboard and a fishing rod. Nice, good choices. Roller coasters, do you love them or hate them? Uh, love them. Thrill seeker. Favourite song? Favourite song? Uh, at the moment, I'd say uh, there's a, a rap song called Loyalty by a boy band. A boy, boy band? <laughs> <laughs> a boy rap band. <laughs> I don't think I could answer that one because I'm really hopeless in remembering songs. Oh, oh, I like that song. What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Favourite time drive. <laughs> Favourite movie? Um, uh, Cracker Jack, Mick Malloy. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. I have to. Uh, oh, you got to watch it. Australian have, classic. Yep, I have to put it on my list. Favourite book? Might not have one. Yeah, I can't, I can't really remember. That's all right. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Mm-hmm. Is your glass half full or half empty? Mm, half full. Nice. One thing you'd never do again. Oh, one thing I'd never do again. Um, probably not live near the beach. Not not live near the beach. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get that one. I don't yeah. like to be too far from the from the beach and the salt salt air and the water and that's just definitely my happy place. Yeah. Uh, if you had a warning label, what would it be? Uh, probably angry while tired. <laughs> <laughs> probably along those lines. <laughs> Who knows you best? I'm a partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite subject in school? Um, that's a hard one. <laughs> my oh, my what, best because it was religion. long ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe my best subject was religion. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't. Maybe woodwork or PE. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Religion was your best subject. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was it was interesting. I found it really interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Favorite childhood memory? Ooh. Maybe or oh, probably going on holidays down to Kayama. Oh nice. Yeah. Good spot. Favorite food? Ooh. It's a hard one. Sausage rolls. <laughs> for that. I was going to say, I know that answer already. Uh, it'd have to be, uh, I really like a good chicken stroganoff. Oh, yum. That's yeah. something I haven't had for a while. Favourite drink? Ooh, BB. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to have a drink with you. <laughs> Pet peeve. Pet peeve. Oh, I've got this. <laughs> this might sound silly, but I can't handle if you're going somewhere in a car. I can't handle if you go backwards to get there. So, like, I don't like going backwards 
I think it's a waste of petrol and time. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't like that. I don't know why. But sometimes you have to. Yeah, but I'd still probably go forwards and even, even talk, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Win the lottery or a perfect job? Lotto. Yeah, me too. Biggest fear? Oh, that's hard. Um, maybe letting down our clients. Okay. Well, you know, that that's not... Up. Yeah, that, well, that would be a concern, wouldn't it, when you're trying to run a business and keep everyone happy? Yeah. Sure. Proudest moment? Oh, hard to... Um... Might have to get back to me on that. Oh no, proudest moment: 2018 grand final. <laughs> oh, you are a footy head, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Dream car? Oh, I'm not really a car person. Motorbike? No, not really motorbike. But I do like the the they're pretty popular now. The Mustangs they look pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty nice. Yeah, that's what my hubby is next. <laughs> yeah, the cars get me from A to B, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, they look pretty cool. Favorite color? Uh, green. Green. Apple or Android? Apple. On a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Oh, ten. <laughs> no. You gotta ask. You ask my little brother, and I'm probably a solid two. <laughs> Star sign? Libra. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm a bit of a dork when it comes to star signs. Yeah, Don't mind I could me. tell that. <laughs> they all... You should at the start. Oh. <laughs> no, because it kind of when you answer questions and you say it at the end, I kind of go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or, sense, oh, yeah. really? Okay. <laughs> one out a bit later (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on today it's um been nice to chat um before we go um have you got any social media platforms or any causes that you would like to promote to our viewers listeners not viewers yeah you can catch me on linkedin um and then our companies on instagram linkedin and facebook Nice. All right. And uh, I'd just like to congratulate you on your podcast. I reckon it's awesome. And um, I think, you know, uh, we need more of this in our industry. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> what a great <laughs> finish on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's chat with Dylan. Make sure you like, subscribe and leave a review on my channel. See you in a fortnight for a special edition celebrating women in geospatial. Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.